Strap in. It's time for the Extra Point, Auburn's best sports talk radio show, Auburn's only sports talk TV show. He better count basketball wins. (laughs) Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, (laughs) saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334-844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it all locked. You were saying 1,800 yards in this game. I was like, Jared. The X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point, presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. And welcome into another edition of The Extra Point here on WEGO 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. Jacob Hillman, we banned from the studio. I think, can we just ban him from Weagle entirely? I want to ban him from life if he keeps doing what he's doing. I just want to say something. We should ban him from Road Auburn games, I guess, is the the truth. That's a good point, but Alex, Jared said he did hate you more, so shouldn't you be banned at this rate? Yeah, but the thing is, is even though Jared may hate me, have I done anything to negatively impact the Auburn basketball team yet? All you do is talk negative about him, so yeah. But has that... What if they heard you, and you got in their heads, and then they lost? If, if Auburn basketball allows a 19-year-old guy who does a radio show who can barely even make a layup to get in their heads, then that's a whole other issue I mean, entirely. Mr. Bisky turned off the TVs because he was tired of hearing all the hate. Well, okay, but that's money-making Mitch. That's a whole separate issue entirely. But, yeah. So, <laughs> Alex, how are you doing today? Well... I don't know what's worse, the weather or Auburn basketball at He's this sick. Point. He's also I was, sick. I'm also sick. I've been sick for like two weeks. So, stay doing with, great. Stay away from me. And Davis, how about you? How are you doing? You know, today's like the worst combination of weather choices, in my opinion. Cold and rainy. So, there's that. Man, we started, we started this off on a good... <laughs> why, are you, why are you both depressed for? Um, it's just cold and I, rainy. I need you guys to bring the energy, Okay. Auburn basketball is down. Uh, it's cold and rainy. We need I got energy two papers and excitement. I don't, I don't know where to find my energy. Jordan Reed apparently wants to keep playing football, but not with the Redskins. Auburn basketball lost Look, again. That's everybody. Everyone wants to keep playing football, but not Alex, with the Redskins, except for apparently Adrian Peterson. You're not, you're not the Panthers right now, so. Davis. Your team. Look, your team is at you're least not on allowed the up to do and this. up. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to say how much better you are than us because you've been to two Super Bowls this century. I'm literally like, saying we're not better than you. That's what I'm saying. But you, you're, you're, you're flipping it up, man. Stay consistent. But when I said it last I time, we still had all our players. Now we have Christian McCaffrey. And Cam. Cam is still sort of there. Cam's going to be shopped. I, I told you that, and he said, you said that wasn't going to happen. But now it's No, a yeah, rumor. I things changed, yeah. Gosh. Um, yeah, so we're just... Yeah. Are y'all okay? No. I mean, look, look at the... Jared, at least your team's getting like Phillip Rivers. I mean, my team's straight. I don't know if we're getting Phillip Rivers or not, but we straight. I'm okay. Who's y'all's linebacker again? What's his name? Darius Leonard. Right. That guy's so good. Yeah. I just, I just remembered that. You remember right. our linebacker? 
Uh, well, both of them retired, so yeah. IDK on that one. But both of them. I mean, like Thomas Davis. Like, look on the bright side. Do you guys have. We're gonna get Chase Young. Yeah, that. I mean, that's, if you don't do anything stupid, that's true. That there is, and I mean, you have Dwayne Haskins. I, I, I would have said we have Terry McLaurin before you said Dwayne Haskins. That that would well, would've... you know, quarterback is what makes the world go round. I don't know. He got 900 yards with three different quarterbacks last year. So, so I just run down the field. Boy, stop it! It's just Deshaun Jackson. Oh my! Oh my gosh! So that was, that's a prove me day. wrong. Prove me wrong on that. I can. Okay. Thank you for joining us on the Extra Point today. Of course. As 7 or 5 in the morning. Hopefully this cold and wet rainy morning isn't as bad for everybody else if you're making your way to work. Hopefully you have a safe drive into work. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. Or ask a question in our live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. And we'll answer your question live on the show as their questions come in. Now, today is a free-form show, so pretty much what that meant was I had a late night last night, and I didn't feel like making the rundown for today, so we're just going with the flow for two hours. What we're doing I like that. is we're sitting here, and we're just talking whatever comes out of our mouth for two hours. I like that. I do. Um, there were some things I saw. I mean, we could talk the Auburn basketball game first and just get that out of the way. I mean, let's just go ahead and set it up. Auburn basketball last night. I did not watch a single second of the game because my late night consisted of working Auburn baseball, ah. which... Big win, 17-1 to against Indeed. Oakland. Uh, we can get into that later. That is, of course, Oakland and Michigan, not California, as we learned. Yes. Apparently. Rochester, Michigan. Oh, Rochester. I feel like I'm... No, wait, no, I've heard of Rochester, New York. Never mind. I guess there's multiple Rochester. Geography, right. I, uh, so, who did watch the game? Al, did you watch the game? I watched parts of it, but then I went and I had dinner, and it wasn't on in the dining hall. I'm not sure why, but... Davis, you watched the game? The basketball game? Yeah. yeah every single second. Okay, so I need you to break it down for everybody who either didn't see it or was busy doing something else or was depressed. All right. So Auburn went into Athens last night and had one of their games where they should have won it, but they just could not hit their shots. At times they were playing good defense for the first half. They were really clamping up on them, but then they'd go down the court and make a stupid shot, miss it, and then Georgia just go down the court and then just kill Auburn, uh, go into the paint. They couldn't do anything about it. That was just the whole game. We weren't shooting good from three again. We started making a comeback near the end, but then Georgia just pulled away because, once again, stupid shots just killed us. And the refs weren't too amazing either. That's true. I'm looking at the box score right now. 13 free throws for Auburn compared to 24 for Georgia. However, I mean, at a certain point... None of that matters if you're shooting 31% from the field and 15% from the three-point line. Wow. That was... I don't even... Now, first, they can't... No matter what they do, the defense cannot stop a team that can shoot threes. Then they run into a team that can't shoot threes, but has a competent defense, and now they can't score. It wasn't even a competent defense. They just could not make their open shots. Alan Flanagan drove to the paint so many times and missed uh, missed out on an extra pass opportunity to get a good look, and I'm pretty sure he missed every single shot he took. He made one. Oh, he made one out of seven. Hmm. No, yeah, it's it's you're you're not going to win a game when your starters go a combined. Oh Lord, this is going to be bad. Hold up. 
That is one for ten. Six for seventeen. But I will admit eleven J- for thirty four. Javon McCormick played pretty good. Eleven for thirty four. And during stretches of the game. When your start when your starting five goes combined twenty for fifty six, including one guy who goes 0 for three, one guy who goes one for seven, and one guy who goes five for seventeen, you're not gonna win. And when your bench players get literally combined one basket. I mean, for Georgia, it wasn't much better, but their starters did better. It doesn't... I get that Okoro is good. He is. and I mean, everybody knows how great he is, but I did not know he was this much of an offensive, like, you know, piece. Like, I, I mean, I knew he was good he on defense, especially. He changed the identity especially. of that offense. I, I, and I guess it's more or less the fact that he's the only guy that can drive to the basket with some sort of efficiency, because, I mean, Samir going to the basket is, depending on the day either going to be really good or it's going to be 5 for 17. McCormick driving to the basket, again, seemingly depends on the day. And Okoro is the only guy that could consistently do it. I guess that's part of it. But I, I don't know. It's just... What needs to change for Auburn basketball right now? In the likelihood, I'm going to say likelihood, that Okoro does not play t- uh, against Tennessee because he honestly probably... If he wasn't ready for Georgia's game, he probably won't be ready for Tennessee, or at least I wouldn't expect it. However, if, if any if anybody's going to try and play through an injury, it would be him. He doesn't so, need, he doesn't need to right now. I mean, he doesn't need to, but he's going to try to. I think we've already got our tournament spot locked, so I think he just needs to wait that out. If Auburn's going without Okoro against Tennessee, what got what has to change for this team? Thing is, I don't know because they look so much better at home than they ever do on the road that it's almost. There's like two different teams to evaluate. We haven't even seen them at home without Okoro, but at, I mean, they've lost on the road with Okoro. So at home with it, I mean, it's just, I don't, I will say what does need to change though is they've got to get some more movement. I mean, as you just watch their offensive possessions, they spend so much time trying to get it to Wiley on the inside, but nobody can make the pass to him. Ever seemingly, and it's just they've got to figure out they've got to change it up because they run pick and rolls and they run wild in the middle. Nobody can make that pass. So what's the point of even wasting time doing that? And I don't know. It's just the worst thing is is that this is who they should be. This is who they should have been at the beginning of the season. They lost what their top six guys from last year. Wasn't it like their top six guys? Who Auburn? Yeah, lost a lot of guys. We it could was, just say it was, that it was like six or you seven lost your, guys. You lost your top three. You lost, you know, your your sparks off the bench. Your two, probably your two best defenders, I would say, in Dunbar and Spencer. And then you lost Chuma. So, yeah, I mean, basically they're six guys. This is how they should be. The problem is that they've been a team that can beat Kentucky and LSU. But, I, you know, it's just like, if they were like this from the start of the season, I don't think anybody would be as upset about it. But it's the fact that they were 22-2 and two at one point. And they've been undefeated at home, and they've beaten Kentucky, and they've been in a position to win the SEC in the regular season. And I think that's the biggest problem in terms of frustration from the fans is that, again, with all the production they lost, nobody was going to be mad if they were not as good as last year. But they were at certain points in the season as good as they were last year. Now, on the road against two of the worst teams in the SEC, they've been awful. But... I mean... With a curl out, McCormick and Dowdy have stepped up and have gotten their points. 
Wiley has been consistent enough. He didn't get the double-double last night that we talked about yesterday. 11 points, 9 rebounds, close enough. But outside of McCormick, Dowdy, and Wiley, who have been the most consistent, and I use that very loosely because McCormick has had his games where he's struggled, and Dowdy's had his games where he's been a little bit off. Wiley's probably been the most consistent player on the team because I believe he didn't get this double-double, but before last night, four of his last five games were double-doubles. So four of the last six, that's still a good stat for him. Outside of those three, Okoro's out. Who is it? Who 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 has to step up for Auburn? Because apparently they're missing one more key piece, whether that is Danielle Purifoy, who had two points on two free throws, whether that may be Anthony McElmore, who went 0 for 5, took four shots from three. I don't know if his inside game is there, if it can be there. He did get into foul trouble. He only played 18 minutes, four fouls. Devin Cambridge played 23 minutes. He only took four shots, two points. Who Who's next man up for this Auburn team right now with the Coro being out? Because it's got to be somebody. So you mentioned McLemore, and this very interesting thing happened during the Kentucky game, I think it was. They were coming down. This was in the first half. And McCormick is <coughs> excuse me, dribbling down and sees McLemore. And McLemore sitting at the perimeter, and McCormick is just looking at him and literally tells him, just try to get in the paint. Just try, and then he does, and then McCormick just shakes his head and passes the ball around. So you ask if McMore has that inside game. I think he has it. I just think he doesn't want to do it. For whatever reason, that's a whole separate issue. And again, that could be an isolated incident, but that's what I saw. And then with D'Angelo at this point, hoping that he's going to show up and be the player everybody thought he was going to be four years ago, I think is not going to happen. Davis? What was the question? Oh, the person, the person. I remember, I remember Alex was just talking. I uh, talked for four seconds. I just started thinking about basketball. Sorry. <coughs> I think actually, that- you know what? Let's let you hold that. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL ninety one one and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. As let's jump right back into Auburn basketball. Where who who wants to pick up? I got uh, it. Davis had something to say, and then I'll I, I had another thing. But Davis, you go first. Uh, I was talking about the players that step we, up. Yeah, I was about to Sorry. say that. Sorry, it's not like I was in the middle of a sentence to say that. Or Sorry. Something. Sorry. But I think it's uh, honestly, it's not Alan Flanagan personally. I mean, Alan has his role; he can play his role well, but he takes too many contested shots when he could make an extra pass to get a better shot. Like I said earlier, I feel like Devin Cambridge could be that role. He doesn't have as good of a driving game as Alan does, I guess. But he can really drain those threes for us, and he, both of them really do play decent defense to good defense. So I really think. To really feel that fill that role, it's going to have to be a combination of multiple guys. I Devin, I think should be the top of that list. I guess you can throw Allen in there, 
if you feel like he can fill in that role without taking so many bad shots, in my opinion. And the freshman Jalen Williams played last night. He played pretty decent, except that he kind of he took a bad three that kind of sealed the game that he missed. So I feel like it's going to have to be the combination of Allen, Devin, and then maybe one of the freshmen to kind of throw in there. Maybe try out Tyrell, Preston, Jalen, see who kind of works until Isaac's back. That's all I got. Alex? And then you asked me about things they can fix, and I figured out some when I was watch- when I was watching the game last night. They do not get on the fast break ever. Like, they just don't do it. If they ever get a rebound, even if Dangel is all the way at the three-point line, they will they just pass behind them to Javon and he dribbles it up the court slowly. They never get on the fast break, which if anybody remembers last year's team, their bread and butter was a fast break. Harper running down the court and outrunning everybody, or him making a pass down the court, or him running down the court and then kicking out to Bryce Brown. I mean, that was what made that offense. They don't do it. And it's just, they let the defense get set. And and the reason they can't do that for two reasons. Some offenses can survive without doing the fast break. Like, when I think of teams that can manage um, scoring without ever really using the fast break, it's like the Warriors. They don't really need the fast break because their offense is so efficient and so good. But with Auburn... When your offense is not good anyway, you need to take advantage of the times when the defense is not set. And it's just like, there was one particular play. Uh, Georgia took a shot, and while they got a rebound, passed the free throw line, and Dangelo was running down the court. But you know you can't pass to Dangelo because he doesn't seemingly know how to dribble anymore. And it's just, he just passed it right behind him, and then McCormick took it up and wasted eight seconds of the shot clock before he even got down to the three-point line on the other end of the floor. And that's just, it's just frustrating because... You want them to do it, but you know they can't because, I mean, what player, like, I, when I, I think of, like, Dunbar last year, he wasn't, you know, this great offensive weapon, but he could take the ball up the court. If, if you pass it down the court, he could take it. Like, if you pass it down to Dangel, is he really going to go for a layup and he's going to make it? I don't think so. So, that's the big thing that I If he has thought. an open layup, I believe he can make it. He's no, but, not no, but the thing bad. is, is mo- but no, but he's also not that fast, so most of those fast breaks are going to be against one guy. Well, they can just get a good outlet pass, and that's not, it's not a problem. But again, as as you talked about, they also don't do that great on the whole outlet pass thing, and they just there's a lot of problems with that. When did I say that? I thought you did mention that. You mentioned no, something like that. Never mentioned. Sorry, that. my bad. But this, but it, even even if I even no matter what you think will happen if Dangel took it, the problem is that they don't even try it. They don't. They rarely get a fast break opportunity. I don't know why they don't do it. Because it's not like they're trying to set up some ingenious offense. They just run a bunch of pick and rolls and run it down to about eight seconds every time. So I don't really know why they don't run the fast break. But that's one thing that I saw last night. And I'm looking at this article written on it and on the game. And I mean, you know, Georgia played well on defense. But I mean, they played awful on offense. They shot like 36%. And I think that's the most frustrating thing. Is that Georgia still did not play good and we still couldn't win. But, Yeah. <sighs> Let's stop being depressed about Auburn and just go somewhere else. Talk about Auburn baseball? We can talk about Auburn baseball. We can stay in college basketball for a second. Ah, uh, yeah, it's true. We can talk about Duke. They had a tough game as well. Number six, Duke lost 66-88 to to unranked NC State. Now, uh, NC State is now 17-9, so they're not on the same level as Georgia. Yeah. So let's go ahead and put that in perspective, that the Auburn loss was much worse than what Duke went through, even though Duke lost by... 20 plus points, 22. Uh, but we have seen some 
we've seen some top teams, especially with, uh, I believe, number nine Penn State going down the other day to Illinois. Top teams are struggling right now, whether that's through injuries, whether that's just through inconsistent play. I mean, it's been a tough road in college basketball this year for a lot of teams. I mean, let's bring up beginning of the year when Michigan leapfrogged into the top five and then haven't heard from them since. In fact, I'm pretty— I'm, Let's talk about Ohio yeah. State, who was number two in the nation at one point and haven't heard from them since. North Carolina, perennial blue blood, who pretty much died on the side of the road. I mean— Sacrificed everything for their football program. They did, and they're still not that good. <laughs> I was about to say. So, I mean, it, it, it's been a tough road for a lot of teams. LSU has now been that team. LSU was top 10. They were undefeated in SEC play. They were looking great. They've lost what? What is it? Four of the last five now? Yeah, they might not even be in. I mean, they, they could fall down to like a nine seed in the NCAA tournament at this point. So it, it's now coming to that point of it's crunch time. We're getting to tournament time. And a lot of teams are starting to sputter a little bit. Now, what that means, I don't know. Uh, if you guys are looking forward to a, a great tournament to watch, the Big Ten tournament, because literally, I don't know who's going to win. That and the Big East, I think, are going to be a lot of fun. Because uh, the SEC tournament should be interesting because of how volatile all the teams are. I mean, I know Kentucky's at the top, but even they haven't looked great in some of their games. South Carolina. And then you have Auburn and LSU, who are next in that list. LSU's lost four of the last five. Auburn looks like they forgot to play basketball. That's and true. then the teams after that are what? Alabama, South Carolina? Those teams? I don't know. I think Florida? Who? I don't know what Florida's doing. They're doing something. They're putting something on the court. South Carolina? South Carolina's actually been pretty decent for what we thought they were going to be. They've been doing pretty good. They're having they're having a quietly good South Carolina season. I was about to say 16-10 right now. Yeah. that that For what South Carolina, what we thought they were going to go through, I mean, respectable. But they can they can easily get into the tournament. They just keep up some hard work and some hard play. I I will say you know you you say that and you can really see it when you look at the rankings. You know, you you get in the top five. The most losses is three by Kansas, but then you've got Gonzaga with one loss, San Diego State with zero, and Dayton with two. But those are all in conferences where they are by far the best team. Gonzaga doesn't play anybody. San Diego State hasn't played anybody, and Dayton is in a is in the Atlantic Ten, which is a good conference, but still. If you're a great team, not much of a problem. And, of course, the only team that's really been flawless this year is Baylor. Oh, I, I apologize. We do have an Ohio State siding, the number 25. Yeah, I, I saw that. The, yeah, so the, them in Michigan have been very strange because they both, like, fell down to, like, 11 and 9, and they've won, like, six straight each. Like, they're oh, actually— And Michigan's receiving votes. They're technically 28th. Okay, so they're alive. They're the Pulse. They, yeah, they came, they came back. That's because, like, they, like, played the meat of their Big Ten schedule early, and now they're playing, like— the lesser Big Ten teams and kind of just running through them as we speak. But you look at like the rest of the top 25, like the top 10, then four losses, four losses, four losses, six losses by a team in the top 10, and then five. I mean, there's not many teams. If I'm looking at this correctly, there are one, two, three, four teams in the entire top 25 with less than three losses and one team with exactly three. Every, everybody's been messing up this year. That's a, that's one thing to say. It's been a crazy college basketball season. And, I mean, oh, we're sitting here talking about Auburn basketball and kind of how it's on a, I don't say downward trajectory, but they haven't played good the last couple of games. Auburn's still 22-4. and 22-4. and four. 
It's still Auburn's still on pace for one of their best seasons ever. If they can keep things up, but twenty two and four is not bad. That's the thing with that meteoric rise of any program. You've always got to caution people to remember they haven't been good for a while, and this yeah. is you know you don't don't put them to such high expectations. Well, don't treat them like a blue blood just because they killed all the blue bloods that one time. Let me remind you of a couple of years ago when I was working an Auburn basketball game. I was in the arena. It was, I believe it was Christmas break. It was, are you getting a cough drop? This is second one. I can, my, I can hear it in my head. Oh, though. sorry. Sorry, everybody. That's my third, actually. Oh my and Auburn, it was Christmas break. Auburn was playing Mercer. And... No, they didn't. They didn't lose. No. And the arena was like barely packed. Like there's really nobody there. I could hear the I could hear the shoes squeaking and I could hear the basketball bouncing. Like that's how that's how you know empty it was. Yeah, that's bad. And I remember TJ Dunnans hit a game winning shot in the corner, a game winning three at the buzzer to win. And I thought to myself, this as I, I as as long as I'm in school, this will be the top moment I see in Auburn basketball history. <laughs> like this is this is a that's, big moment. That's the coldest take in history. Like no, at the moment. At, like yeah, at that moment I was like, I said history, but what I meant was this, this is the biggest moment I'm going to see as a student. A game winning three. I mean, I get that outlook. I mean, they were so bad. Yeah, for so long, and now look where Auburn's at. So you're right. You need to temper expectations because. My expectation back then was this game winning three against Mercer with barely half an arena. This is, th- th- yeah, this is okay, I'm hype. <laughs> and now I'm over here, Auburn 22 and four, and I'm like, man, we're just not playing well. Yeah. Right? Expectations change so much, and you just got to keep it in, you keep it in mind. We could be right back to the Mercer situation. I don't, know if, I don't know if you can find that video of the game winning three. I like to watch it again. I'll, let's see. Um, um, but yeah, temper expectations because. Believe me when I say it could be a lot worse for Auburn basketball. Yeah, it's just always very difficult to temper your expectation. I get that. Oh, wait. Oh, I found it. All right. Well, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we're going to watch that video. Holy and when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Everybody, Jared Dolan joining me in the studio with Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. 30 minutes down, uh, an hour and a half to go in this show. It's 7.33. Hopefully your driving to work has been clean. I know it's cold, wet, and rainy, but hey, keep your chin up because it's Thursday. That means the weekend is almost here. We have Auburn basketball on Saturday against Tennessee tonight. Auburn women's basketball takes on Mississippi State at 8 o'clock. It's a late game. And then this weekend, Auburn versus UCF in baseball. Auburn softball going out to California, trying to get some dubs over there. It's a good weekend for Auburn sports, I'm telling you. It's a great weekend for Auburn sports, so just keep your head up, and we'll keep on rocking and rolling. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. Or you can ask a question on our live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. 
and we'll answer your questions live as they come into the studio. You know, I always bring up the phone part that you can call in, and like, I feel bad because I feel like I'm missing phone calls because it's hard to look at the phone and look at the board yeah. and look at all this over here. You need like a third camera just always on the phone. I need an assistant. Do you want me to handle the phone? I mean, we can fix that in the break. Uh, yeah. So Because I, I got to turn it to face you and all that, and I got to mess with your camera. We'll, 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 we'll fix that in the break. So I'm doing the uh, research on... So that season, Auburn went 18-4. and four. I, I knew I got it mixed up. 18-4? 18, eight, eight, 18 18 Sorry, my bad. And um, that was actually their best year under Bruce up to that point. They had gone 15-20 and 20 his first year, then 11-20 and 20 yeah. his second year. So, and if I'm not mistaken, was this... No way, no. 2014 was the one where they made the SEC tournament and beat like two teams, right? Sure. Remember, because like that year they yeah, like... That's they, the same year they lost to Kentucky. I, I thought, they, I thought the they, beat, they beat Kentucky at home, though, that one year, because Kareem Candy no, scored like the tournament. Hmm. I think so. They beat two teams that lost to Kentucky in the tournament. Yeah, because they beat like LSU and then somebody else. But then, of course, the following year, they went 26-8 and and had that run that was only ended really because Anthony McLemore got hurt and Austin Wiley and Daniel Purifoy were suspended. But yes, that 18-14 season, I thought that, that that would be the best I would see as a student here. That's fair. Well, on that game when he shot. The arena was a lot more filled than I thought it was. I was about to say, recording that video, it looked a little more packed. It wasn't It wasn't what we were used to, but yes, it was a little, it was a little bit more packed than I remembered. By the way, shout out to Mustafa Heron with like the great pass. Yeah, that was a good pass. He was so good. But, um, Oof, stuff. I mean, so, and also I'm looking at it, and at 22 and 4, their win percentage is 84.6%. That is the highest. Auburn has had since Bruce Pearl got here, and the second highest winning percentage Bruce Pearl has ever had. Yeah. Of course, the season's not it's over still, yet. It's still on pace to be in a short season. Auburn's just in that slump. Exactly. Which, and correct me if you, you think different, I like this Auburn team better now that they're in a slump. Like, because this shows a lot of weaknesses. I think it upsets the players. I think it fuels that hunger to change. If Auburn just kept going through the I don't I don't say going through the motions because they're not, but if Auburn just kept just scraping out these measly wins, right? Going into overtime and stuff like that, I don't think they make it far in the tournament. But I think putting this adversity this adversary there's a word for that. Putting this putting them in a tough situation. And making them go through the grind of these losses is probably the best thing that can happen to Auburn right now, before the tournament and before the NCAA tournament. I, that, that I would agree with. And again, I mean, last year they were 18 and 9 at one point. So you just got to take a breath sometimes. I mean, like everybody talks about, I don't see how it, and I'm, I'm guilty of saying it too. You don't, you, know, you don't see how these problems get fixed. Last year they were 18 and 9. I mean, they, they were bad. 80-53 to 53 to Kentucky. As well as getting swept by Ole Miss, actually, I think was yeah. something that happened last year. I mean, year. but Ole Miss, Ole, Ole Miss was weird last year. The SEC was weird last year as well. I think that's a fair statement to say. I mean, I think... I mean, this Auburn team, what happened last year between them just being just average and then shot out of a cannon... I think it was the, the mental 
light switch just went off on yeah. them. And they were like, you know what, we're tired of being pushed around. And I think for this Auburn team, they took some tough L's the past two games, especially one to your rival. And I think eventually, whether it's Tennessee, it may be Kentucky. It I don't know when it's going to be, but there's going to be a switch that flips, and this team's going to say, I had enough of it. I don't know whether or not it's going to be the Saturday. I don't know if it's depending on when Okoro comes back. But I do believe, because we've seen it before, whether it was, you know, that team that, even though they lost to Clemson in the tournament, that team that went on and could win the regular season championship, or that team that struggled last year but then went on to win the tournament in the SEC and then get to the Final Four, the last two seasons we've seen the, the switch flip at some point. It's going to flip. I just don't know if, A, there's somebody there to flip it, or, B, if Bruce has played the electricity bill. We'll find out. That is fair. And, um, I mean, you can also look at the fact that if I could look at the overall stuff. Actually, it's not going to. Oh, wait, here it is. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm just looking. I mean, if you look look at it in this way of the fact that Auburn's going to make the the NCAA tournament this year. Easy. That would be their fourth time this century. Easy. That would also be their sixth time in the last 32 years. Or if you want to look at it another way, that would be their 11th time ever. Ever? Ever, yes. Because they, um, for some reason, they didn't make the NCAA tournament and all these other reasons. I don't, other years. I don't know why they're not listed, but that's, anyway, again, this would be their 11th time of all time. This would also be, if I'm not mistaken, this would be their fourth year. Wait, no. Hmm. Never mind, their sixth year since the year 2000 that they were actually over 500. Nice. There's just, again, they're not playing great. It's kind of frustrating to watch them struggle against teams like Mizzou and Georgia, but there's a lot to look on the bright side of the fact that Auburn basketball is a thing to here stay. Sharif Cooper is going to be a point guard next year. Jalen Green's crystal ball is now 60% Auburn. Knock oh. on wood. It, that's not a knock on wood thing. Nope, crystal knock ball on, is literally... I don't care. It's a fact. You knock on wood. That's is that like, a proven fact? Have they asked Jalen Green himself and said, where are you going? No. I, no it's I, a prediction. I, knock on wood. I said... Oh, my prediction. gosh. It's a prediction, oh people. My Either gosh. way... That's so... Either way, superstitious, uh, and I am. Yeah, I know. It's. I was gonna say stupid, but superstitious works just as they well. They both I have guess. S in it. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say was, I'm done talking about Auburn basketball. That's fair. It's 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm. We, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm past it. I realize. Man, I'm we, just kind of sitting there for most of that. Yeah, I, I realize I can talk a lot. Let's go on to something else. So where are we landing next, boys? Um. Huh. Should we go stay on Auburn? Touch on baseball real quick. Or not? That's what you did. Five minutes before the break. So I feel yeah. like I feel like that's kind of easy to get out of the way. I, mean, we I, can, stomped I, I can give you everything about Auburn baseball. I mean, they're good. They're good. Think, we stomped them. Here, here we go. Auburn baseball played very, very well. I'm not even gonna look at any stats or anything. This is gonna be all from memory. Okay. Auburn baseball played pretty well yesterday. They beat Oakland 17 to one. Trace Bright got the start for Auburn. His first career start. He fanned six batters, I believe. Er. He fanned a lot of batters. Uh, he went three innings pitched, uh, did very well. He did. He did give up a. Are you okay over there? I'm so. I'm so sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm struggling. I might have to move to Jacob's seat. Honestly, it would not be the. 
<laughs> worst idea. The only thing he gave up with a solo bomb. Uh, the only thing he gave up with a solo home run. And after that, I mean, he was smooth sailing. As far as batting went, I mean, Connor Davis played well. Ryan Bliss had four RBIs. Uh, I mean, golly, Rankin Woley had four RBIs as well. So Auburn kept on hitting. I believe Auburn is as now has scored 61 runs in five games. That's an average of about 11.2 per game. Uh, and I believe that is top 10 in the NCAA. I mean, Auburn is putting – Auburn's beating the brakes off of teams. Yeah. I believe this is uh, – in Butch's last three seasons, this is the highest runs per game so far in the first oh. five games. Yes. Uh, the first uh, – 2018, I believe it was like 9.2. Uh, last year, like 7.2. This year, it's double digits. And, I mean, Auburn is beating the absolute brakes off of teams. To be fair, Auburn has played UIC and Oakland, who are in the same divi- who are in the same conference, who are I mean, o- Oakland's bad, but USC was, is not terrible. Uh, we'll see how good Auburn is against UCF. That's our first real test. The UCF can be a tournament team. Um, Wait, you talked about them going to California. Who? I thought you said Auburn was. You said softball. Some, softball. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you said okay. My Softball's bad. going to California. Baseball's. Right. At home this weekend. Right, they're playing UCF. Baseball has 23 straight road games. They're not going anywhere. You mean home games? That's what I said. You said road. I said home. You did say road. <laughs> Screw you guys. You <laughs> threw a ball at me last time. So. 23, I got it again, too. I know. 20, wow. You're not going to hit me this time. straight though. road games. Their first road uh, game is games. March 20th. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Then, then they've got a road stretch themselves. But yeah. Wow, that's insane. So Auburn, Auburn's going to be sitting. I mean, Auburn's done that the past couple of years. Because, hey, that's what you do when you're in the South, right? You stay at home. I was about to say, you might as might as well. Yeah, you have all the northern teams come to you. Um, so for Auburn baseball, we'll see how good they are against UCF. But I have a feeling that Auburn's be pretty good. I mean, obviously Tanner Burns will take the mound on Friday. The game has been moved to four Central, so that's gonna be fun on um, Saturday. On Friday. On Friday. Wait, why is that? Why is that game get moved? No, I mean, why? You're, are you saying it like it's a bad thing that it got moved? It got it got moved up. And it's early. Why? Because of bad weather. I want to go to that game, but at the same time, it's also going to be raining. Not not tomorrow. Because remember the game that or it's got, going to be really cold. Then the game. Yeah, no, they, oh yeah, it's going to be like forty nine degrees on Friday. Oh my! The game that got played yesterday was supposed to be played Tuesday, but because of rain, they moved, and then they they were still. Oh God, I see Devin. Uh, so you know. Yo, get him in here. Get him in here. Uh, but yeah, that, that's Auburn baseball in a nutshell. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, so let's go ahead to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL ninety one one and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGL 9-1-1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Alex Husing and Davis Carroll. As we have about four minutes until our top of the hour break. 
Uh, you gotta turn on the mic, Jared. I know. You didn't let me finish. Also talking. Go ahead. Keep going. As, uh, we have four minutes to our top of the hour break. And uh, if you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345 or ask a question on live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. Now your mics are on. We should talk about, you should just tell the people at home, like, all the things you're thinking for this All-Star game. Like, really paint the picture. If you want. For which, for our All-Star game? Yes, all our, with the, what All-Star game, other All-Star game would it be? Oh, uh, the Pro Bowl. The actual NBA All-Star game? We already talked about that, though. Okay. In detail. Too. Um, I can give you an update on the voting. The team captains are pretty much decided at this point. Yeah, me and Alex. Devin uh. <laughs> leads away with 202 votes. I, coming in at second place at 178. Third place is JP with 95. So I think it's safe to say that the, the captains are solidified at this point. Can you tell us the last two? The bottom two? The bottom two. Davis with nine votes. All right, all right. Alex with five. Woo. Whoa, I got up from three. Is, is the voting done yet? Let's Al- a- Alex go. has came in with one two, 1.2%. Davis, 2.1%. Is the voting closed yet? It is not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> got to get the bots going. <laughs> so... Uh, today, hopefully, at noon, I have to go confirm it, but having a walkthrough with our friends over at Campus Rec, and uh, we're going to try to get everything settled today. As far as the draft goes, I can go ahead and give you the draft pool of players that will be uh, out there to be selected for the draft. So, uh, those players consisting of... Wait, give me a second. Uh, the draft pool of Javon Cutler, Jack Hart, Jacob Pillman, Bay Marks, Amanda Warren, your favorite Davis Carroll, Alex Houston, J.P. Williams, Carter Bird, and Andy Hewling, all former or current Extra Point co-hosts that have been on the show. Added to the game so far, uh, or has been invited to the game, former WGL station manager Noah Gardner, Former Extra Point host who graduated, Brooks Childress. Eagle Eye reporter, Delaney Barrow. Eagle Eye co-sports director, Hayden Desmond. Friend of the program, Chris DeBias. And WEGL play-by-play announcer, Levi Fitzwater. That is the draft pool with me and Devin acting as captains. <laughs> Devin looking to get the first pick, but jokes on him, I have first choice of team color. What color are you choosing? What are the color options? Are there any? Yes, there's only two. Oh, what are the colors? Uh, extra point orange. Okay. Like the color you're wearing now? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's extra point. Well, it's a little bit lighter. Uh, no, it's the same, actually. Look at the L bar. Extra point orange and uh, weagle navy blue. I kind of, I dig those. I like those. So it's just yeah, auburn colors. Yeah, that's, that's the combination. Dang. Uh, what color are you choosing? I'm probably going extra point orange. All right. That's gutsy. Yeah. Orange sometimes doesn't translate so well to jerseys, I've seen. Well, the if, they do, if they do well, them these, right. These are shirts, and Devin's doing them. So Ah. So he, he, he has to put on for the brand. You know, for the brand. Do we have he, different, he, could all, he could also intentionally mess them up. I mean, okay, he's just going to lose to a team that has bad jerseys by 30. Are they, oh, wow. Jared. What? Are they gonna, how, Joe, chill out. Don't be yelling. How is your team going to be Devin's team by 30? Give us a rundown because. of what your team's going to look like, yeah, Jared. Uh, I've already put together my draft board. I know who my first pick's going to be. Who? Who? Uh, we know it's not either of us, so you can just tell us. They've been notified who it is, or he has been notified. Who? I'm not going to tell you. I can't let Devin know. What? I know Devin's first pick. We, 
Devin know Devin knows his first pick. I know my first pick. I know Devin's first pick, but he doesn't know mine. Ah, I see. Yeah, because I got I got to keep that secret. Are you taking his first pick? No. Uh, that'd be kinda... So, uh, Jared, I mean, no. As a gentleman's agreement, I'm not gonna take his first pick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Um, but it's a snake draft, so I get pick two and three. Pick two is gonna be the guy I build around. Pick three is a guy that I'm gonna use to absolutely lock down Devin on the floor. Mm. It's a it's, it's a great defensive player. Uh, I've scouted him. I've seen him play before. Uh, I work very well with him, and I like what he brings to the table. It's me. He has intangibles. <laughs> Hell it's no, it's not you. <laughs> he has great intangibles, and uh, he's he's lanky. I like it. He's gonna he's gonna lock down Devin. And if I lock, if I lock down Devin, look, Devin was like, yes. oh, Devin was like, oh, uh-huh. I, I I got JP and I got Davis. Yes, sir. If, if I have to worry about JP and Davis, I got that game on. Don't, don't forget me. Don't sleep on. Don't sleep on. Jared, what you need to worry about is you know actually being able to make a shot. Jer- no, I just want to say something. I just want so if these refs are actually calling fouls, and I feel like a few people are going to foul out. I just want to say that. No, I'm going to. I've only fouled out once. I'm just saying, like, because some people's defense is just playing extremely physical and fouling. You guys remember this down. is the All Star game. I know. Which I'm intentionally telling the refs to keep it lax. What if they don't though? Jared is going to chuck someone. <laughs> okay. Jared, if, you, if you hurt me, because I do have a bum ankle. If I end up back in my boot. It sounds like Devin's team's already on IR. That's what it sounds like. That's tough. If I end up back I'm in my boot, no, it was over the summer. If I end up back in my boot, I'm going to haunt you. I mean, and your entire family. What the? <laughs> the I mean, boot is the bane of my existence. Davis, you're the bane of my existence. But uh, yeah, so we're we're currently getting through all the the paperwork and the work and the motion on that. It should be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, there's more news on that. In the coming days. That's the hope right now. All right, all right. Do you guys have any questions for me? What are the are there different team names? Are you like Team Jared? Is it Team Jared versus Team Devin? Yes. That's dude. That's dope. Yeah. Are we like we have like jersey swaps at the end of the game? We're gonna like sign each other's jerseys. No, I don't want anything that you're wearing. What can we just get each other to sign each other's jerseys we as can, like a remembrance? I mean, we can. If you want to remember how you got slapped around. Jared, I'm trying to be friends here, man. I'm trying to no. get you to sign my jersey. No, the way it's the way it's looking is that we're going to be on opposite sides, which means I know that. Well, I know that we can still be chill. It's already on. It's already on site. Joel and Ben Sims were on different teams, and they're still buddies. Uh, Bro, are you? That's the one example you can think of. <laughs> that's the one example ever. Uh, I can think of more examples, but th- like Chris Paul and LeBron James different teams. Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade on different teams. No, but Carmelo Anthony, and LeBron my, James on different teams. My point, my point was that is the work. That's the first one that came because it was the All Star game. It was last weekend. What no, you want from me? But it's that there's a like the big rumors that they have a rift, but they you, don't. <laughs> Alex, you believe everything the media says? Yes. Um, in regards, You're a sucker. You're in a sucker. To the Sixers? Yes. Alex, I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of sports media. Not not this sports media, but like. I'm not Sensational big, sports media. I'm not a big fan of sports media. Cue to the meme <laughs> of the guy pointing to himself. Trust nobody, not even yourself. Oh, uh, we should remake that. That's pretty funny. I, I'm talking about like Colin Cowherd, like, like the like all those sensational sports media. Very annoying to me. Fair. Oh, so so me, Alex. Are you an NBA? People going, Giannis is going to the Heat. There's nothing else that's going to happen. The Heat are very interested I think in Giannis, I Giannis in free agency. Going, I, th- I thought I said Giannis was going to the worst. It's just so <laughs> dumb because who isn't interested in Giannis in free agency? But if I get started on this, I will not be able to stop. That's so. true. And it, we got to go. Yeah. Yeah.
So let's head to our top of the hour break. And when we come back, we'll have more of the Extra Point on the other side of the hour. We'll be back in five minutes with Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll as we head to the 8 o'clock hour as we have one more hour of just talking sports. Yay. Now, I mean, what do you guys want to talk about? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. Where do you want to go next? I wanted to talk about the Astros because I just, I'm like, just it just is <sighs> so surreal. All that's like happened, and like all the stuff that they're saying, and how they're like, there's they've somehow managed to make it worse every time they speak. And it's just, I, it doesn't seem real to me that this actually happened, and that, like, I don't know, it's like, um, like they all issued apologies, it's like, we're really sorry that it happened. It's like, it's not like they, you know, they accidentally made a mistake, right? They cheated to win the World Series. It just seems so strange to me. That che- but cheating's just a thing in baseball. They just got caught. Doesn't matter though. And they're they're not sorry that they did it. They're no, sorry. I feel like no, I feel like it's overblown. Everybody's freaking out about it. Everybody cheats in baseball. I can guarantee if you probed enough teams, you could find more cheating like this. But that doesn't that doesn't make it overblown. Everybody's freaking out about it. Everybody's crying about it. It's over. There's nothing we can do about it now. Even if you found other teams doing it, that doesn't make it better. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying everybody, like, making a big deal. I'm not saying they're good. It was good. I think it is deplorable to cheat. But, but Davis, if a, if, a cri- if a crime is committed at a high percentage, does that mean that the crime no, being committed when, is not... when did I just say that? Do not try to twist my words like that's, that. No, oh, that's murder's not, committed at a high rate, so that, it must be okay. That's an equivalent, though. But no, it's not, because one's sports and one's a crime. Murder. One's breaking a rule, though. And- oh, my God. No, people are acting like this is the first time cheating has ever happened in baseball. No, I mean, there's the whole steroid stuff. I mean, baseball's steroids had, baseball's tar- past tar- is littered with cheating. Pine tar all the time? Baseball has probably the most scandals in all of sports. That's my whole point. But it doesn't make it... It doesn't make... When did I say it makes it okay? When did those words come out of my mouth? That's not, I was going to say it doesn't make it any less severe to where it's being overblown. I, I, I think no, the look, reaction look, look. of the people is just... It has been nonstop... Everybody complaining about it. I now, I think the reason why it's nonstop is because Manfred keeps putting his foot in his mouth. I, I yeah I think I think it's Manfred is a moron and he's exposing himself in front of a national like, how, audience. How do how do you call your own trophy that is named the commissioner's trophy a piece of metal? I mean that, you are the commissioner. By that the way. was that was and in and one player literally came out and said the only thing that devalues is the fact the commissioner's name is on it. And I was like, oh, I mean Man- Manfred's a moron. It's the fact that the Astros have somehow. Managed to make the worst PR moves in history in reaction to this. I mean, not even to that, but do you remember what happened during the World Series with the whole reporter stuff? Wait, wait. That was the Astros, right? Oh, was it the Astros? Wait, did Astros make the World Series last year? I don't think it was the Astros. Was that, well, the Astros made the World Series, I thought. Wasn't that the Astros that had all the PR stuff with the reporter and stuff? I cannot remember. Exactly. Did someone refresh my memory on that? God, I could have swore MLB, the Astros. Re- I'll Google MLP reporters. While he's doing that, can I just finish my point? Go ahead. 
it feels like everybody's complaining about it, but what are you going to do about it now? It's over. Take the trophy away. Yeah, you can do that, but what else were you going to do? They've already cheated. You Suspend can't... their players. Yeah. They, they suspended two there guys. There's multiple things that we can do. The MLB won't do it. And but what is Alex it was the Houston Astros. complaining about it going to do? What? Get it in the media Davis, more. That's not. That's not the. Po- that that is not even remotely close to a point to be made because you can say that about everything. Anytime you complain about a certain sports team, well, what are you going to do to fix it? Obviously, you can't. That do wasn't it. my whole point. You you did just say, "What am I going to do?" And I, if I could have kept going with my point for you, well, ahead. that's just dumb. No, go ahead. What, what was your What was your point then? It's just. Are you? Do you not think it's overblown a little bit? No. No. I don't. Davis, no. If you know the pitch that is coming, that it. Every, I'm not. Oh my God, I'm not saying that. The cheating, with the, the fact that every single thing you see right now is Astros cheated. It's not every single thing I see. Every single thing I see is that. Every time I see anything about MLB, all the comments, Astros cheated. Who, Jose Altuve I mean, cheated. It's one the of the Cardinal, biggest stories the, ever. The Cardinals starting pitchers at three to four even, weeks. Even, see, that's news even, uh, other than that. But if I you mean, went to the comments of that, it'd be all, oh, Jose Altuve cheated. He doesn't have a Davis. tattoo. The reason it's not overblown is for a variety of reasons. One, even if everybody cheats, even if everybody does it, I don't care if you think everybody does it, it's the fact that someone got caught on the biggest stage and the fact that they won, the fact that they were super successful, the fact that they won, the fact that they were very little in terms of punishment, the fact that the commissioner keeps messing it up, the fact that the owners and the players... Don't not get what I'm saying here. The fact that every MLB player... It's not the fans. The players hate the Astros. I understand that. And they're not crying about it nonstop. No. Oh. I, I know they... Oh, my... Have you not? They are. But do you st- see them every single thing that they're doing is about that? No, they're focusing on their baseball team right now. They're not... We're not going to play baseball because the Astros cheated. I don't think anybody said that. We're going to play some baseball because they want to hit the Astros. <laughs> they're gonna get, oh, they're going to play. Davis, the reason I don't they, think it's... Oh, I mean, I just... I don't think... The players know that they can't do anything about it now. So they're just going to play. They're going to hit the Astros. They're yeah. not going to cry about it to make them go back in time and replay the World Series. Davis, it's one of the biggest scandals of all time. I know... Did I ever say it wasn't? Did no, I, I ever say it wasn't? My point is something cannot be overblown if it's justified to be talked about this much. And I I'm not think saying it's overblown like yeah. this is, oh, it's, this scandal isn't as big. I'm talking about whatever. I give Davis, up. I give up. I give up. I'm about to just not, get up and leave. I don't understand what your point is. B- saying, I, don't saying e- I don't either anymore. You're saying I it's overblown because it's I being give up. About. Just stop. Move on. Give. I give up. You wow. win. That was, that, was, that was quicker than normal. I'm surprised. I'm just tired of this argument because I can't get anywhere with it, so... Find your next topic. I'm, nope. I'm not, I'm not I, I, talking about it, though. I think that, I mean, I'm just so surprised at how the Astros have made it so worse. But like, what did their owner say? Their owner said, um, what did their owner say? He said, we didn't think it impacted the game. Then he said, I never said it didn't impact the game. He said that in like a 55-second period. Like, it's just, and I mean. Well, I look at it this way. Being a future communication master's degree holder, uh, a PR job will open up for Houston very soon, and I can get a job. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, they they really should just completely like liquidate their entire PR department. And my bachelor's degree wasn't even PR, and I feel like I could do a better job than they did. I feel like anybody could do a better job than what. I mean, they're they're a mess. Their players are saying different things than their owners. Their players are saying their owner doesn't really understand the game. It's just it's a it's a mess, and I mean, the lack of punishment is just so. I mean, what is it the the 1910 White Sox or whatever famously got like the death penalty and got everybody kicked out of baseball because they bet on it. 
and through the game. And in my opinion, is cheating to win not worse than losing and getting paid? Or are they equal? What? Ask that again. Okay, so the White Sox uh, intentionally threw the game and got paid for it. The Astros cheated to win. Which is worse? Or they have equal... Cheating to win's worse. Cheating to win happens all the time. Just saying. I mean, yes, but in, in this... Not like you I'd know, say losing and getting paid throwing a game is worse in my opinion. But because, no, because winning, cheating to win, you still have to and be involved in playing the game. Still, you might know what pitch come, but you still have to be able to swing at it. Throwing a game is just oh, I'm not going to swing at it, or I'm going to take a bad swing because I want money. Well, I, I, I that 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 is one because Jose Altuve he knew the pitch was coming, but he still could have messed up on the pitch. And did a pop up? They caught it right then. That's that is true. I'm just I, saying. I'm it's just saying. just like to go from everybody is kicked out of the league to the GM and the coach, the only people that got. I mean, there were more suspensions well, for the, the bounty the, scandal in the NFL than there were for this. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody got everybody for the on in the Saints organization got suspended for a certain amount of time. Yeah, there was more there. There was more drama and more almost reparations for Deflate Gate, seemingly than there was this. That was stupid. That was coming from that's coming from a Colts fan. I mean <laughs> it's just I I don't I don't really understand why I get that you could say it's overblown in terms of media, but in terms of the NLB's reaction, I think it's anything but. So you just agreed with me? Not really, no. I don't know what the point was. You literally just word you used the word overblown? To describe the Astros scandal. I, I said I can sort of understand it, but really from the MLB perspective, it's ridiculous. I wasn't talking about the MLB perspective. I was talking about the media and everybody crying about it. You're acting like sign stealing has never happened before. Never been caught. Or in a while, at least. Oh, my. You act... Oh. Was, I'm sure... Sign stealing is a prevalent thing in the MLB, whether you like it or not. You have to accept that. I'm sure they do it, but... if you can, If you're able to know what pitch is coming, they're going to try to do that. You know who's happy that the Astros are blowing up right now in the media? The Red Sox. Why is that? Because they also got caught up in it. They did? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Davis has a point then, because I don't know that. I yeah. think I knew that. The, I, the, oh, I have Sox, a point. First in a lifetime. The Red Sox were also caught up in sign stealing. But they still lost. Uh, it may have been the year they won the championship. Actually. It was it the year they won yeah, the championship? Yeah, it was the next year. Cause it, uh, it was the Astros and Red Sox, right? Astros, Red Sox, Nationals. Yes, isn't that the order of the current I World Series champions? Was. It should be. Uh, yeah. The Red Sox apparently got caught up and did it the following year, and uh, there it's a lot more on the low side. But the Red Sox did get caught up in it as well. I did not know that. That's and uh, so yeah, it was the Red Sox after the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. So the Dodgers got cheated out of two championships. They deserved it. Um, still, <laughs> look, here's the thing, though. You can still win. I know sign stealing is going to be a big advantage for the other team, but there's still a chance you can win. So it's not that they completely had no chance of winning. That's like saying, oh, the Saints, that pass interference call ruined them when they also had a chance to come back, and they also shouldn't have never been in a position mean, in the first yeah, place. Yeah, but in a, in a, look, in the, in the series against the Red Sox, they lost 4-1. to one. You're probably right. But in the series against the Astros, in seven games, in a 4-3 series... 
the, the opposing team knowing what you're going to throw every time compared to not knowing could have been the difference, and it probably would have been the difference in that game. Again, the Red Sox game different because, again, 4-1, to and the Dodgers played bad that series, I remember. But in the Astros one, in a seven-game, 4-3 series, I mean... Because the Dodgers, they, just, lost, they lost to the Astros and the Red Sox, right? Yes. I mean, just think from a Dodgers perspective, finding out that the two teams you lost to have been caught up in a sign-stealing scandal, and you're like... We just can't win. No, they cannot. Either we're going to collapse in the playoffs, or we actually get to the World Series, and then people are stealing our zones. Exactly. And the even stranger thing is that like the Astros apparently only did it in 2017 and didn't do it the following year. I'm like, yeah, that which seems so strange, because if you cheat and win and don't get caught, why on earth would you stop? That's another strange thing for me. But I'm just saying, when you're at bat, sign still is not going to help the other team. Wait, not going to what? If I'm my team's up to bat and the other team's stealing signs, how's that going to help them in that instance? What do you wait? My you, point earlier about oh, what are you so confused about? Davis, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter if they score if they're if they're stealing signs, they can always score more than you. Your defense is basically nullified. Mm, that's not true. If Davis, that's not completely I mean, nullified, is acting like what, they have a cheat code what, and they're hitting home runs every time. If you know what pitch is coming, you're automatically at, at an advantage. Yeah, you are, but it doesn't mean you're automatically going to get a home run. No, I mean, it think about it this way. Defenses always know Auburn's going to run because we're a one-dimensional team on football, right? And then we play bad. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of the way I look at it. But that, 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 <laughs> that could be one way. I still just feel like it's overblown, personally. I feel like some people need to get clapped. I mean, I feel I feel like I'm gonna tune in opening day for the Astros' first game to see. Oh, how they're, much. oh, they're okay. So they're playing the Angels on the road to open up the to open up the season. There are already Dodger fans buying tickets to the game. <laughs> oh my god! We gosh. have already decided yesterday on the show that we're gonna go to every road Astros game, and outside the stadium, we're gonna sell trash cans. Okay. Are you gonna go all the way to Anaheim? Hey, yes. Are they gonna, <laughs> this is a money making scheme. Are they gonna play in Atlanta? Uh, I think they are actually. I think <laughs> Road got, trip. I think I, you can make a I deal with are. Lowe's. Look at the break schedule. I want to see the Astros come to Atlanta for whatever reason. I'll, I'll look in, it up right in now. the interleague, all this stuff. Um, we're gonna sell trash cans. You should make a deal with one of like the hardware stores and just get like trash cans we in should. bulk. We may talk to Home Depot. Uh, and then let me see. And then uh, that Angel series. I mean, there is a possibility. The first pitch is at that Astros player. There, so, there is a possibility that the starting pitcher for the Angels gets thrown out after one pitch. So what there I is saw, a possibility that a brawl absolutely yeah. breaks out. And I mean, once the, even once the, once they play teams they beat in the playoffs on the way to that series, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Once they play the Dodgers, it's going to be. And what and I, I bo- saw is no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how you know, like they'll throw. They won't throw you out if you get hit by if you hit somebody with a pitch, but they will throw you out if they know intent. Like if it's a re- if it's revenge for. Pre- what I saw is that they're just going to get a bunch of relief pitchers to do it. They're going to like just throw in a relief pitcher in the middle of an inning just to do one pitch and get kicked out. And I mean, if you hear what some of the players are saying, I mean, people are so upset. The players are livid over this whole thing. It's crazy. If I'm an Astros player, I don't want to play for the Astros right now. Like yeah, I got a target on my back. No, I mean it's it could, it could be bad. For, I mean, and once Altuve goes up, it's gonna be it's gonna be another level. Let's head to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more that's not MLB baseball on the other side of the break. You're watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV.
and welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 9-1-1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. Where are we going next? We talked about baseball, got into that. I think we're done for it, about it for now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Until, until something new happens or they make more PR mistakes. Let's, uh, let's not tear apart these friendships. Listen to we got on the court. I'm just yeah, I'm just saying I don't think my point was that insane. Treat me like a madman over here. You treat me like a madman because you didn't listen to any of my points. Whatever. Nope. We're not gonna get this started because I will get started. We'll just get, we'll just finish it up on the on the uh, from the bench episode tonight. If it's pouring rain, I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's not gonna rain tonight. Yeah. It's, it's qu- flash flood warnings till 6 p.m. Yeah. But what what time of the show? Our, our seven. The show is at seven. And the yeah, rain, see, there you go. The the Alex, I'm gonna be talking to your microphone. What? Talking to your microphone. Oh, the rain quits at five. Yeah. So I'm just saying I don't want to swim here. What? It is 100% chance for the next like five hours though. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, I don't have to walk back until. I only have one class today though. So same. What time is your class? 9:30. Same. What class is it? Psychology. Ooh. Mm. Intro to psych. It's actually he's actually a cool guy. He's is actually it? really interesting. All right. Shout out. Shout out. Okay. Well, shout I out, got, Dr. Gordon. I got public speaking. You're a G. Uh. Yikes. Yeah. Don't talking. say anything bad about it. Jared might cut your mic off. <laughs> yeah, I might. But then I have office hours at 12.15, so I'm not gone yet. Oh, yeah. Mine are at 4. <laughs> you guys don't have office hours at the same time together, so you can play your show? No. no. Alex, Alex, for some reason, decided not to do it at the same time as me. I He was there when I signed up, and he went, okay, I'll do 4 on Friday. Like, what? That is not true. That, we signed up together at the meeting, and you chose a completely different time than me. All right, so moving on. Uh, where do you want to go next? Uh, Basketball. Talk, I was about to say, we can talk about the NBA. It's the only other, I mean, you can't really talk about the NFL right now. If I mean, happening. the NBA is kind of in that stupid lull because there's nothing going on right now. First game's tonight. First game back. There's only one game tonight, right? Uh, I think so, but still a game. A game's a game. I mean, it's true. Uh, we can talk about it because it happened yesterday, so I don't I don't have your guys' inputs on it. Uh the Cavs are in disarray. From John Beelan. He is uh he made a wait for this. A beeline out of there. Ah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh actually I lied. There are six games tonight. Wow, Jared. Yeah. But uh, so your two TNT games, because the only games you're gonna get. Yes. Uh Brooklyn and Philly at seven o'clock. And at 9.30, Houston and Golden State. Oh. Now, if you are down in this area, you'll get Miami against Atlanta. The problem with that being that local broadcast is some of the worst quality broadcasts. Are we talking like on commentary? No, just like quality. Like it'll skip, it's very grainy, it's hard to watch. Are you watching on the Standard Definition channel? Um, yes. Why? <laughs> Or I'm watching on, I've watched like every single, like I'll go through the channels that it's on and it sucks on every single one of them for me. Well, you need a different TV provider. I have a spectrum like everybody else here. Yeah, you need a different TV provider. Hey, don't be yeah. hating on spectrum. Came with my apartment. We're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, NBA tonight. But I, wait. All games outside of those three, Milwaukee takes on Detroit at six o'clock. Oh, yeah. Charlotte and Chicago battling for a bottom place of wherever they're at. Uh, Memphis taking on Sacramento. That game is even right now in Vegas. It's the only game that's even. It's the only game that's relatively close. (laughs) Those are your six games for tonight in the NBA. So, um, 
You mentioned the Cavs. Outside of the LeBron years, are they not the worst run franchise since like the nineties? So, it? or we're gonna gloss over the Knicks, or yes, because the the Knicks had the nineties. Mm. I mean, that's arguable. Did they? Though? I mean, they they, 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 they were. I mean, they, they did. Were, I mean, they, they did. did. But like, they did, did they though? Yes, but when I think of nineties, they were the second okay. best team in the but, East in the nineties. But, but put it but this did way. Did they win anything? Put it this way. Can we really say, let's take out your best years, are you the worst for an organization? No, be, I, well, in, in the case of the Cavs, yes, because of the fact that in those first years with LeBron, they were terrible. I feel like Cavs and Knicks, are, they're, they're pretty close, but Cavs, if, I, I if, disagree. If, if, Very if, bad If we take management. since the 90s, and we don't take out the Cavs' good years, right, Yeah, then they the, won the, titles. The Knicks. But even even then, what I, what I think about it, I think about it in the sense that the years with LeBron first stint, they didn't build a team around him at all. The organization was a mess. They fired a coach after winning 66 games. And then when LeBron came here, it was more or less, I mean, the fact that the only reason they were able to make those deals is because LeBron was there. And now that LeBron's gone, I mean, they're a mess again. And I think the Knicks have not had to rely on any one player to sort of carry them through. They look. They're awful right now, and they they've been awful for a while. But you don't remember when they had Carmelo as their best player and their only player? Not their only player. Again, they made the move to get Amari Stoudemire, which did not work out because Stoudemire fell apart. But they made more moves than I think the cat. Like the Cavs have just been. I mean, a, the Cavs made moves too. They just didn't work out. They traded for Shaq. That that is so different than trading for Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Amari Stoudemire was at, off his peak year with the Suns. Shaq, Shaq was, was 36 years old. Shaq wasn't as terrible as, you, yeah, as mean, you're saying, the, though. The crazy thing about the Cavs right Shaq now was not, is like... He wasn't amazing, but he was not Celtic Shaq with LeBron. The crazy thing about the Cavs is, like, they got K-Love. Mm-hmm. They have Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, they got Andre Drummond. Yeah, no, they, nobody gets that. <laughs> they they have Colin Sexton. Darius right? Garland. Seti Osman. They, they have players. It's just it's not clicking right now. And I don't know if you saw what Andre Drummond said the other day. Um, he told the Cavs players that uh, the Cavs are worse ran than the Pistons. And we know how upset he was about the Pistons when he got traded. So that says a lot. I just... Yeah, I know that, that is bad. That's yeah, bad. Because that, 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 the Pistons are also a mess. But I just... When I, like <clears throat> The Pistons are trying to get a playoff spot now. Yeah. Again, the Knicks... They had 11 straight playoff appearances in the 90s. And you said, did they win anything? No, they didn't. But it's not their fault that they happened to be in the East at the same time as the GOAT. They were in the East at the same time as the greatest player, in my opinion, who ever played the game. And one of the best run teams that has ever played. The Bulls had the best coach. They had the best roster. They had the best defense. They probably had the best offense as well. And then when he wasn't there, who did they run into? They ran into a, they made it to the finals, except they ran into Akeem, who's Probably a top three center of all time, and then they ran into Shaq. No, nobody's, dis- nobody's disagreeing with you right now. You're just no. ranting over there. No, because you said you, I said that they were good tonight. You said, did they win anything? Yeah, they, did they? They played in probably the best era in basketball ever. Don't tell any. Don't tell any. Uh, LeBron stands. I know that, that. but the, again, they had those years. The Cavs were not very good those years. Anyway, they were good until like '92, then they were bad. Then in the 2000s, they were bad for a time, but then they traded for Melo. And they traded for Amari Stoudemire, both good trades. Didn't work out, but good trades. And they made the playoffs, I think, twice. And now they're a mess. I just think that... Hey, I just want to kind of say the mellow trade, while it ended out good, they could have just signed him in free agency. So, is it actually a good trade? Who did they end up trading, anyway? 
Do we remember who they traded? Gallinari. They did trade Gallinari? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Someone else? Still, I... <laughs> that, that other guy? I just... I feel I, I like... Don't know who else. Wait, J.R. Smith? Was J.R. Smith in that? that I know he came over with The him. Cavs had success with LeBron the first time in spite of themselves, because you know those rosters were terrible. And then the second time, it seemed like LeBron built a roster for them. I just... LeBron helped lure a lot of players there. There's that, like... The Knicks were able to, like... No matter what happened at the end, trading for a young... 27-year-old Amari Stoudemire coming off of 23 points a game and 8 rebounds. Good trade. Trading for Melo, good trade. The Cavs, that trade for Shaq, he was 36 years old. He scored what? The Melo trade was Melo and Chauncey Billups. Ooh, Chauncey. And old Chauncey Billups. Ooh. Mm. Chauncey Billups, who was the key to the Nuggets' success the two years he was there. Four. Actually. actually. Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Danilo Gallinari, Timofey Mozgov, and a 2014 first-round pick. Mozgov. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly the big... I mean... And swap rights in 2016. So they could have just... Instead of that, because Melo wanted to go to New York, so they could have just waited and signed him. Timothy and then Mozgov. just kept all those players. I'm in shock I'm right just now. saying. I mean, like, it ended out... I guess it technically ended okay, but they could have handled it better. Timothy Mozgov. He was good for like... He got paid in... Cleveland. I didn't even know Tiffany Moss. Yeah, was a he did. Yeah, he shouldn't have gotten paid, but he, no, got, he got paid. He got paid in L.A. Yeah, I'll, I'll, or wherever. Yeah, well, Tristan that, Thompson. That, that might have been the Tristan he, Thompson got paid. That, that in was worse Cleveland. than that's, that's, that's worse than anything team. the Knicks or the or the uh, Cavs have done. I mean, that was Lou Dang and Timothy Mozgov. The Don't Lakers, sleep on Lou. The Lakers were pl- were just paying people just to pay them at a certain point. It's like what the Knicks did with this year with Randall and. Uh, it's like Nicholas Batum. It's true. I, you know, I thought that was the word on Tuesday. I thought Nicholas Batum was the word. It's not. The it's Chris Middleton. No, wait, where's my ball at? At your feet. Timofey Mozgov has averaged double figures once in his whole career. That's hilarious. Considering all the money he's been paid. I wish there was a stat on how much money he had. But I think my favorite thing about this cap situation is that the players would play songs with thug, the word thug in it just to mess with John Beelan. They'd like reportedly play funny. Thugs in Harmony every time we walked by, or like Thug Life or Tupac songs, just yeah. stuff like that. Once we once we once we found out about all that stuff and reports of players just immediately not liking him, and you knew it was the, the vibe was off, and the like, yeah, we we kind of knew before the season right when the started. report came out that he that he was reportedly treating them like kids, like college kids. Yeah, I kind of knew it wasn't going to work out. The thing is, I saw the report. He stepped down. He's going to a different role inside the Cavs. Organization, so they're still just going to mess with him. So now yeah, they have even more so reason to mess with him. He'll be reassigned to a different role in the organization. So he's still there. He's just stepping down as head coach. Which I, there's no way that works out. No, it doesn't. It, that that's in the I, end. Like, I think ma- I'd like, rather ma- like maybe maybe this is me being very pessimistic. Maybe the players have a little bit of respect for a guy who's stepping down and saying, you know what, I wasn't the guy. Here's the hope, right? But. That's just very, very small pessimism. As as someone who has experienced that when the Redskins had Bruce Allen step down from being GM, yeah, no, it doesn't work. Because he just took it back and fired everybody again. So let's go ahead to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have more of hopefully the NBA and some other stuff. Sports Watch here on the Extra Point on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. I'm Tiffany. I have some tips for you on how to quit smoking like I did. First, I did some reading about it. 
I found a lot of great advice on how to quit smoking and picked out the ways I thought would work best for me. I started by setting a quit date. Then I threw out my ashtrays, lighters, and matches. I did other things, too, like exercising more. And it worked. But I'd still get cravings, especially on long car rides. To help me with that, I put a picture of my mother in my car. She died of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes when I was only 16. Now I have a 16-year-old daughter. That picture of my mother reminds me that I don't want to miss all the things my daughter is going to do in her life, including turning 17. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, buddy. Jared Dolan joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. As we have about 30 oh, minutes. Oh. oh, that's tough. Yikes. What? Jacob has been banned from the show because of his curse. Yeah. He is a curse. Oh, Jacob Hillman. Is, wait, which one's worse? The goat curse for the Cubs or the Hillman curse for the, the Tigers? The goat curse for the Cubs. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, 108 years I of mean, misery. Jacob's like, have we won a championship? Jacob, the Hillman curse, Jacob, full effect. Jacob's not here to defend himself, so uh, <laughs> we love you, Jacob. We're just messing with you. Let's bash him. Uh, so <laughs> right. let's see. Auburn and Omaha. Oh, right. we're actually. Oh, we're actually going through it. Wow. Yes, Auburn and Omaha. He was there for that. He was there for, uh, I believe. Let's see. He wasn't there for the Final Four. I don't think. But he was there for the Auburn, essence, o- his essence was there, there for, the for Auburn, Final Omaha. Four. He was there for uh, Auburn and LSU this year football. Ooh. He was at Georgia last night. He was at the Alabama road game that we lost. He was at the Florida road game that we lost this year as well. Uh, let's see. In football, he was at the Florida football game that we lost. That's six right there. Yikes. Uh, let's see. What other games have we lost in basketball this year? Other than Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Mizzou. Mizzou? He wasn't at Mizzou. That's tough. I don't blame him. Uh, let's see. The Alabama baseball series that that's in the neutral site from last year, he was there. Um, and I guess we lost? Last year against in basketball, because last year in basketball we lost to Alabama at Alabama as well, right? I yes. I don't remember. I think we did. I wasn't listening to your question. I yawned. Last year in basketball, we lost to Alabama on the road as well, right? I think so. He went, we? to, he, he went to that game. We lost, and then he got a speeding ticket on the way back. I believe that was that game. Oh, my god. Is that gosh. when the curse started? That's when that's when I believe the curse was first mentioned. So that's, that's eight different instances where I've brought up Jacob going to a road game and Auburn getting absolutely smacked around. Yeah, none of those o- were really o- that o- close. Omaha was twice because we lost both games. Wow. Uh, uh, I believe he was also at the SEC tournament last year for baseball, but I can't I can't. He also said he was that. at the SEC tournament for basketball. Correct? Yes, but see, the in situations where it doesn't help out my cause, I don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, selective. It's anecdotal. Nobody selective cares about that. Selective statistics. Yeah, so that's eight different instances. That, that is I, worrying. That's I've, a worrying I've pointed out that Jacob Hillman, the Jacob Hillman, at Jacob underscore Hillman 3, 
I believe that's his Twitter handle, has gone to a Auburn neutral or road game in basketball, football, or baseball, has somehow screwed over Auburn. Let me. Uh, I need to start a petition to get Jacob banned from every major Auburn sporting event from here on out. As a true fan, Jacob, should you be traveling to home game or away games at this point? No. No. Ban him. He needs to ban Hammer. <laughs> he needs a bad. Do you think do you think the Auburn organization knows that he's a curse? Like Bruce Pro goes, "Oh, Hillman's here." Yeah. I mean, for home games, it, it's usually fine. Road games and neutral site. Like, let me go ahead and tell you right now. I believe he's go- planning on going to Rupp. Oh. So I was trying that, to lose by all, twenty in that yeah, game, not yeah. forty. Yeah, that's already an L. I want you guys to know. Okay, so if we win in Rupp, when he sent that, when they sent that picture yesterday, uh, in our big group chat, yeah, <laughs> when they were on the bus going to Georgia, we we already knew we lost. We knew. We 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 knew at about three o'clock yesterday that we lost. Oh yeah, I made that meme at halftime for it. Yeah. I was, I was ready. I want, you guys, I want everybody to know the extra point already knew we would lose to Georgia at 3 o'clock when we knew Jacob was going to Athens. We knew. We knew. We knew. Don't text it. We'll let you guys know when Jacob's going to certain road, home, uh, road games so you let you guys know that we're going to take a big fat L. All right. Where, where are we going now? Wait, do you think the Hillman curse applies to other teams as well or just Auburn? We haven't applied well, the no, theory actually, yet. Think about, no, think about this. Think about this. He's a Hawks fan. No, no, think about this. Yeah. Other teams coming to Auburn, that is their away game, and yeah. we're undefeated at home. Is that, that's not how that works. Think, uh, no, think about it, though. Uh, away game, he's a curse for away teams. That's not how that works. No, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Just think about it, Jared. Let it run through your brain. No, that's not how that works. I feel like there's a thesis there. No. There's a hypothesis. Davis, you can't just use the word thesis and automatically <laughs> try and add credibility. Well, I did. Like, I did. It's like, big word, <laughs> thesis, hypothesis. It um, is a hypothesis. We're gonna test it. I know the scientific method, Alex. You you I have totally, lab. You totally didn't have to say that. You, you did for one you, reason. Both of you shut up because the last two years in grad school, I've heard all these words. And I don't want to hear them again. Okay, Jared, but I thought you didn't hear any of the words. You don't pay attention to grad Perplex. school. Perplex. I pay attention. You don't read. I can't read. You know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> what you can't read either? No. Dang. Let's go. Uh. So, well, where are we going next? Other um, than. Let's reaming see. Jacob about his I don't, decisions to go to away games. Hmm. I feel like my theory kind of holds true. Oh, uh, Nikola Jokic lost 25 pounds this season. I respect that. I did that one time. Which, I don't know if any of you guys remember the shot of him at media day at the beginning of the season. Yes. That man was packing on the weight. Well, his workouts over the offseason is just eating. <laughs> they go, Nikola, please just lift weights for He's like, no, I no. eat. Um, basically, and like everybody's talking about, like how he's playing more on defense now, and he's playing more in the fourth quarter, which contributed because he's it. lighter, he's which more is, agile, which is so strange. Because if he worked out during the summer, this dude would be a beast, but he just doesn't. But he eats. I'm telling. That's all he does. It's that Serbian. It's that Serbian mindset. One of the biggest wasted potential we've in seen. Serbia. What do they do in Serbia? You think? I've never been there. Uh, Wait, I should probably be careful here. What if we have a Serbian viewer? <laughs> that I, one one dude. <laughs> Because it's cold there, so they're probably like wrapped up in their house, bundled up because it's cold, and they're eating. It's like, the Chuckster's birthday. It, yeah, we're gonna we'll get to that next. What do you think, Jerry? What do you think it, they're is doing? It his soon? birthday? It is. He's fifty-seven. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to it now. Oh, happy birthday! It's not like we were talking about Serbia or anything. To the best player in Auburn basketball history, to Sir 
Charles Barkley. I met you one time, Chuck, and you laughed at our joke, so thank you. As uh, hopefully, hopefully. Oh, and there's TNT games tonight, so yes, there's happy probably gonna birthday. be a, there's probably gonna be happy birthday. Uh, yes. Shaq is probably gonna shit me out with a cake and then probably throw it at him. He'll probably tackle him. And Chuck's too, still gonna way. eat the cake. Yeah, but they might pour champagne over his head again. They did that. Yes, you've never seen that. And it burned his one eyes. One of these days, one of these days, they're gonna give him one of those women from San Antonio because oh, that's Shaq- what we, that's what me and Jacob asked him. Yeah, we asked him if the Auburn women are better than the San Antonio. Women. Oh, good lord, that's great. <laughs> And he laughed? Yeah, he said, way better. <laughs> Shaq's, you, uh, should we explain that joke if people don't get that? You know what? No, I think it's better to leave it up to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Also, this lava lamp is so weird. Don't break it. What's weird about it? It's a, it's a regular lava lamp. But it's like... It's not moving. Is it not on? Maybe it just doesn't like you. I don't think it's is on, it Alex. It is on. Chill. Don't be shaking it. Oh. Oh. Ah, you literally just broke it. Alex! <laughs> Do you see the shape of that? Yeah. That's how I know you just broke it. God. You're watching with the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGN 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dolan and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston and David Scarroll. Wait, Jared, I got a question for you. Do you like rain? Yes. Would you rather rain, in like rain, like semi, like downpour, kind of like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, not like a complete downpour, but not a drizzle, kind of in between. Mm-hmm. For like most of the day, or just a complete monsoon downpour for like 10 minutes. Which one would you rather have? I'd rather it... I want Seattle weather. That yeah, I, wanted, I like it to rain all day if it rains. Because then it's just going to be like sunny, but also really wet. So then it's humid outside. I, I know. I never want to see the sun again. Yes. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. That's tough. That's all I got on that. It depends on how, it depends on if I'm walking if I'm walking around or whatnot. You know, that's, well, I have that's, a car, so I don't really worry about that. Well, I don't. So. I sucker. What? Why you gotta be? We have twelve there? minutes. What do you guys want to get into now? Um, what other huh. news is out there? I don't feel like there's really any other news. Let me let me go look on my Auburn tennis moved up to forty five, in whatever the ranking system is. I saw that. Dang. See, Jared, okay. this is this is why we this is, we need you, man. This is what happens when we don't have a rundown. We're lost. I mean, there's there's literally nothing else you guys can think about. No, I mean, yet yeah, there 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 really isn't though. We just, I mean, to think about the sports. There's NFL. There's XFL. There's NBA. There's NHL. There's college basketball. There's NBA basketball. There's Premier League soccer. I mean, you said NBA like three times. No, I did not. You said NBA, NBA basketball. I I, Ooh, I I've got you I I've got not. some things actually. These <laughs> okay. are just little uh, small okay, notes. Bringing it all the way back to college football, which won't even be um, up for discussion till a while, for a while. Clay Helton, arguably the most mediocre coach in the history of college sports, says, I feel like we're a great kept secret. We're so much closer than people think. I, I mean, to be fair, USC was still in the run for the Pac-12 championship with like two games remaining. USC is mediocre in an awful... It, no, USC is bad in a bad conference. Like... 
But he said surprising, and which if USC made the de facto championship, that would have been very surprising. Not for me, because the conference is so terrible. Fire Larry Scott. Larry Scott? That's the Pac-12 commissioner. Ah, right. It's a joke. Um, it's a, Alex, is a joke. Come on, man. Keep up with your Reddit memes. Then you've got <laughs> Drew Brees will be the fifth quarterback to play 20-plus seasons alongside the GOATs, Earl Morrill and Vinny Testaverde, alongside the Scrubs and Tom Brady and Brett Favre. Don't sleep on Vinny. Breeze will also be the second quarterback of all time. Vinny Testaverde is a Heisman winner. Breeze saying. So is Robert Griffin a third. What does that mean? Vinny Testaverde played for a million teams and Earl Morrow played for like Also, he had a really good season with the Bucks one time. Earl Morrow also won like three Super Bowls. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to Vinny Testaverde. Okay, first of all, stop saying it like that. That's how you're supposed to say it. Vinny Testaverde. uh, No, 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 no. Not like that. No. Davis also says Peyas Stoyakovich. That's how you spoke. No. Uh uh. No, Alex. Everybody knows it's Stoyakovich. If you ever say Stoyakovich again, (laughs) I'll find. I'll get Peyas himself. Hey, Peyas the goat. So I mean, you know, Stoyakovich, of course, or Stoyakovich. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you laugh like that? Also, Vinny Stoyakovich played for one, two, three, four. (laughs) He doesn't Five, usually laugh like that. Six teams. Dang, Vinny. Vinny Played Vinny for the was, Panthers. He Vinny, was before Jake Delhomie. Or Delhomie. Yeah. Del, I say Delhomie. I know. <laughs> he is great. my homie. Whoa. What? He played good for the Panthers. Wow. I'm a Panthers Earl Morrow played in 1956 and also 1976. That's crazy. I wasn't alive for either I mean, of those. You did say the stat that he played for twenty plus years. <laughs> that so shouldn't be that surprising. It's no, it's like if someone like it's uh, it's Whoa. like it's like um Vince Carter playing in four decades. Like it makes sense because how long he's played, it's just still like it's what like the, from before the Super Bowl existed to like the tenth Super Bowl. That's the thing. It's like like such a change in time from nineteen fifty six. Alex, when do you understand the was, concept of years? No, I mean it's just like. <laughs> Do you, Ash, do you know what year it is? No, it's like... What year is it? Tell does me. Does Breeze 20 years really feel what like year 20 is years? What year is it? The league has not changed Alex, that much. don't avoid the question. What year is it? 2020. I think he just looked that up. <laughs> no, no, but seriously though, Breeze playing 20 years, does it feel like it? In oh, these 20 years, I wasn't even alive for his first that season. Much. I was barely alive for the rest of the season. I was five. I was zero no, but when he had think his first about it, like, season. In the concept of the league, the league has not changed that much, but like Earl Morrow from playing before the first Super Bowl, before the greatest game that was ever played between the Giants and the Colts, to playing... You put that away. ...to like the 10th Super Bowl, that's just a... It's just crazy to me. Same thing with Favre. You know, you, you play... And you look at the numbers, but again, 1991, like it's just... It's just there's like again like Vince Carter playing four decades. Yeah, and now Alex, Clark's doing you've been alive for 19 years. Can you believe that you've been alive for oh 19 years? Oh my gosh, that's never just, mind. It's incomprehensible. Anyway, that you've been alive on for to another thing. Uh, Lane Kiffin said, "Quote: When he was with the Raiders, I said we're going to pay Jamarcus six three million, and he's not ready for it. I said Calvin Johnson is the best receiver I've ever seen, ever. Workout in my life. This is going to be one of the best ever." Lane Kiffin. Famously fired for the Raiders from the Raiders for all that mess. Wanted to get Calvin Johnson with the number one pick and not Jamarcus Russell. So uh, rip the Raiders is all I gotta say about that one. I don't. Really they would know. just waste his talent anyway. That's true. That's all the Raiders do. That's probably true. Also, here are two tattoos that Chiefs fans have gotten. One is the secret stuff ketchup Mahomes secret stuff. Another one is the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. 
With Andy Reid being the Mandalorian. I feel like in a year or two, they're going to regret that. Oh, wait, do you understand what years are, Alex? So it'd be 365 plus 365. Let me see how many days that is for you, Alex. Well, we have a leap year this year. Hey, Dave. Oh, we do. Okay, Ooh. 365 plus I, 366. I feel like, I feel like this 731 days. Okay, how many hours is that? Times 24. 17,544 hours. How many minutes is that? Times, no. That's like 600,000. Wait, no, it's like a million. 1,052,640. <laughs> it's like 600,000. No, let's double that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of minutes, Alex. Can you, wait, should I go to seconds? You go to seconds, you're going to get to what, 61 63 million? 63 million. Wow, 63 million. Maybe I did that wrong. That doesn't seem right. Well, 158,400,000. That's a lot of seconds, Alex. Davis, this seems a little overblown, don't you think? I'm not sure what your point is, Alex, because I think it is completely blown... Correctly. <laughs> all right. All right. First of all, that you don't understand what a year is, Alex. I I need, I need you guys to watch what you say. <laughs> Second of all, we have five minutes. What else can we get into? Um, Chris Boss says, "I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed I won't be in the Hoff this year. But sometimes things don't work out the way you want." Did you, you say Hoff? Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Why don't you say Hall H-O-F. of Fame? I know. I know. He speaks in abbreviations. <laughs> oh, I hate that. All I'm saying is, why is Chris Bosch mad? He's a b- average talent. Were you about to say bust? He no. was about. No, he was. He had to be. He had to be ready. He had to be. No, but I was. We're gonna run that. No, I, was, I wasn't gonna say bust. What I was going to say is, I was going to say a below average talent by Hall of Fame standards. Boom. But then I realized that that sounds bad if you say below average. So I was gonna say an average talent for Hall of Fame standards, which he is. Which er, he's he, like he isn't a fifteen-time All Star. He is. Yes, or maybe a fourteen. Fi- he a has a lot of All Stars. All Star. Well, then again, the All Star means less and less as the years go on. There's that is a key. I he mean, averaged yeah, nineteen point two, eight point five. Had eleven. Excuse me, had eleven. That's my bad. I could be an All Star. He's one of the thirteen players in NBA history who averaged nineteen point two points, eight point five rebounds, and have at least eleven. All-star selections. Well, the other Thaddeus Young is the five tw- guys. The other that- twelve are in the Hall of Fame. Thaddeus Young is the one, is no, one no, of five no, guys. That's a stretch. No, 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 no. Get that out of my face. <laughs> is it a stretch? Is it a stretch? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what, exactly. Yeah, what, what? Thaddeus Young is like one of the f- four players ever to average like 13. No, I got it. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it, it up. It's the best stat ever. Dave's gonna read it in a second. <clears> but this this is on Indiana Pacers broadcast. <laughs> players with 800 games to average. 13.5 points, 5.9 <laughs> rebounds, 1.4 steals on 49% field goal percentage, and 30% f- three-point f- uh, percentage. Can you guess the other four players? So Thaddeus Young. That's the yes, fifth one. He's the fifth one. <laughs> this is so great. Are the other four related to the No, no. no they're not. Actually, no. one of them is technically. Technically? Who is it? Guess him. Guess him, Jared. Uh, if we're thinking of a pacer... What about Lance no, he P- didn't play for him, oh. but he did have a role in the organization. Oh, for so, a time. Oh, so is it? Wait, is it Larry Bird? Yes, Larry Bird. Okay, okay, that's two. Okay, you need three more. Are they still playing? No, no. And one of them is actually yes. Oh yes, Vince Carter. No, no. Dang it. Do you want me to just name them for you? No, I want to get one more. Give me a hint. Uh, he is currently playing, and he is in L.A. Oh no, there's two teams. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jared. But this this stat came out a few years Pat ago. Bev. He was not in a LeBron. Dude. Man. Pat Bev. <laughs> I don't know. Are you serious? Okay, let me read up the stat again. Players with 800 games average 13.5, 5.9, 1.4, and 49 and 30%. Pat, players, 
the players Bad. that the, the the players with this amazing stat are Magic Johnson. Okay. Larry Bird. Yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. Michael Jordan. And yours truly, <laughs> Thaddeus Young. <laughs> what a great! I'd love that stat. Put Thaddeus Young in the half. Do it. I bet you won't. Honestly. By the way, in the last 85 minutes of basketball, Auburn is shooting 441 from three. Don't tell me that. I just saw. <laughs> how do you, wait, time out. How do you play 81 minutes of basketball? 85 minutes. No, it's, oh. it's like, I'm guessing it's the it's the two games and then overtime against uh, Bama. Gotcha. But yeah, the thing is, I just don't, like, look at the 2020 Hall of Fame class. Let, let's go look at this. You have a minute. Hurry up, Alex. Hurry up. Come on, right. let's go. Hall of Fame inductees. And none of y'all said the, the word for me to throw the ball at you. What was it? I'll say it for you. No, I mean, it's over now. You got you don't say it in 20 seconds, and I'm not, I'm not going to throw it. Is it a player's name? It is somebody's name, yes. I can't find the Kyle list. Kuzma. No. Oh. You're not going to get it. You got eight seconds. Uh, 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 Wesley Matthews. No. Give me a hint. No. Okay. All right, that's it. It's 8.59. What was it? What was the word? It was Greg Robinson. I thought someone was gonna bring him oh, up. Oh, I didn't even yeah. think about that. One hundred and sixty-seven pounds that. of that. I thought in two hours of this show, <laughs> I thought someone would bring up former Auburn lineman Quan Bragg. Don't talk about him. He's a former Colt. Oh, really? Yeah, he played for the Colts. That's tough. He's the undrafted free agent. Uh, yeah, I thought someone would bring him up, and then I'm gonna beam somebody in the head. I'm glad I didn't. Then we got through two hours and did not bring up Greg Robinson once. I'm actually very impressed with that. Go us. Oh, man. But uh, We take a big anti-crime stance. Uh, so for from the bench, that's tonight yes. at 7 o'clock, 7 to 9? Unless Davis uh, mm. forgets how to swim? Yes. Yeah. What? What? From what the bench. About swimming? Oh, my. Could you say you were Oh, gonna... I know. I'm pretty good at swimming, so mm-hmm. it's no big deal. Thank you guys for I watching. I wasn't listening. <laughs> when you see you listening. <sighs> Thank you Read guys that. for Oh my goodness! Not you. I'm out. You can turn it off. You can turn my mic off. I'm done. Thank you guys for watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL ninety one point one FM.